Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So, as we look at the body-mind-spirit connection, we talked about body. Now we're going to talk about the mind. And it is interesting because that's usually one of the places we end up getting into a lot of trouble, is by being in our heads too much. Now, the mind can be an amazing thing. It helps us figure out problems. It helps us to, to focus. It helps us to problem solve. And, oh, hello, Luna. And here's Luna, whose mind right now is focused on the fact that she thinks I'm late getting her dinner. So she will have to be patient for a little bit. But the mind can also be a source of challenge. It can also have us feel a little bit trapped because we can get trapped in our own heads. And usually that revolves around a story that we've created. And one of my sayings is that if you have to tell yourself a story, tell yourself a good one. And sometimes we have a hard time telling ourselves a good story. We have a hard time connecting our dreams and desires to our clinical mind. And those two are not mutually exclusive. What happens is that we create a thought. And that thought could be totally neutral. Maybe that thought is, wow, you know, I'd love to go to Ireland or I'd love to visit Spain or I'd love to climb a mountain. And then our minds kick in and our minds can do one of two things. They can say, wow, okay, if we want to do that, here's the stuff we need to do that. Here's, you know, here's the logistics that we need to cover. We need to make sure we have enough money. We need to make sure we've got a passport. Uh, If we're going to climb a mountain, we need to have training. So the mind can be very good about setting in order all the things that we need to do to fulfill that thought. Now, unfortunately, the mind can go into another direction. The mind can say, oh, well, you know, you're not in good enough shape to climb a mountain and well, that'll be way too expensive and you wouldn't know anybody. And what if you got kidnapped or what if something bad happened and you were out there? So, you know, it'd be best if, if we didn't do that or, well, you know, you don't have enough money and you really don't deserve that type of indulgence. So the mind can either support what it is that we want to dream or it can totally, completely sabotage anything we'd like to do. Maybe we want to change jobs. And, you know, we think, wow, I would really love to to be an actor or an artist. And the mind could say, well, okay, so if we start taking classes and start doing things while we're working, then we can be able to start building up a career so that we can transition from one career to the next. So let's see, what are some of the schools that we would need to go to and what would they be costing and and all of this other stuff, which are really great questions and really great things for the mind to kick into. Or the mind can say, are you kidding? In this economy, first off, artists and actors do not make any kind of money. You will never be able to support yourself 
I know we don't like this job, but it's security and we need to be secure because you never know what's going to happen and things could go badly and we should be grateful that we've got a job anyway. Yeah, that's when the mind kicks in and sabotages dreams. So what is it about the mind that can swing whichever way? And how do we figure out which way it's going to go? Well, some of it is how we were raised. Some of it is how we, we carry on our lives. Maybe it's our social standing. Maybe it's our friends. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's our faith. Whatever it is that plays into the reason you choose one thing over another, that's where the mind comes in. Now, the mind, like every other part of you, wants to keep you safe. And the problem is, is that sometimes safe presents, prevents us from doing the things that we would like to do. The mind is the ants at the picnic, the rain at the outdoor event. It, and it has an important place. It has a very important place because the mind allows us to be able to figure out how to get the things we want and how to do the things we want. The difference between whether or not the mind becomes our greatest cheerleader or our greatest critic and wet blanket, that depends on what we choose. And, you know, maybe you were raised with a certain, you know, idea that artists don't make any money, so therefore you can't be one. Or maybe you were raised to encourage that thought. But the thing is, is ultimately, once we realize what it is that we're doing, what it is we want to do, choice comes in. And we need to claim our right to choose. And just because there's that dissenting vote up in our heads saying, well, you know, all the things that could go wrong with this, yeah, it's important to consider all the things that could go wrong with something. And then consider all the things that could go right with it. And also consider the fact that very few actions cannot be redone. So you could try to do something and research it and take a shot at it. And the worst thing that's going to happen is it's not going to work out. And then you can go back and do what you were doing. It is the mind that can be either the key that opens the lock or it could be the prison cell. And that's up to us to decide. So how do we choose? How do we create choice in our lives where we don't fall into reflex and reaction? Because you can sort of tell if, if you get an idea to do something or if somebody you know says, you know what, I think I'm going to do this. What is our first instinct? Is it, oh no, you know, there's a lot of things that could go wrong with that. That could be very, very dangerous. Or do we think, Man, that would be cool. I want to do that. If your instinct is the, the critic, if your instinct is, if, if that little voice says, you know, nope, it's, it's dangerous, it's expensive, it's an indulgence. Okay, maybe all of those are true. And bring in the possibility. What if it was just an amazing time? 
I knew somebody who just up and decided she wanted to, you know, go to a visit another country in the Caribbean. And she decided that she was going to, you know, she was going to go. She didn't know anybody. She wasn't going participating with anything. And I was very concerned. And I thought, wow, you know, there's a lot that could go wrong. And then I had to catch myself and go, okay, but there's a lot that could go right. And I've been to many, many countries. I've been to the jungle. I've been to Africa. I've been in the Amazon. I've been to England. And yeah, things could have gone wrong, but they didn't. And I had a wonderful time. And ultimately, I was very supportive of her taking this trip. And it's like, well, just please be careful and enjoy yourself. And she came back with amazing stories and enjoyed it and had a great time and nothing bad happened. So if we can convince our mind that, well, yes, you, you don't try to shut it down. You don't try to shut down the critic because that only makes the critic louder. You acknowledge, okay, yeah, there could be, you know, a problem and I know I'm very wise and I know I'm very smart and I know that I am, you know, I can be very cautious and take precautions and do what I need to do. And you may find that the critic gets a little bit less insistent once they've been listened to. And, you know, and yeah, it is sort of like, you know, picturing actually talking to, to that critic part of yourself. And acknowledging it, it's like, you know, I understand you're trying to protect me. And I really appreciate that. I know your job is really hard. And I understand the, the risks. And what about these other pieces? Because this could be very, very cool. And often the critic will calm down. And, you know, I, for me, I can almost hear that inner critic going, it's like, well, okay, but I just wanted to be heard. I just wanted to, you know, have this concern because that part of you is trying to protect you. And the mind is going to follow where our, our confidence goes. If we are nervous about something, that inner critic just gets very strong. It's like, well, you know, maybe I shouldn't. Um, earlier this year, I took a trip to Florida for my niece's wedding. And everybody was saying, nope, nope, you shouldn't go. You shouldn't go. You shouldn't go. It, this is a bad idea and saying all the bad things that could happen and COVID-19 and you know, I'm getting on a plane and I'm going where there's an outbreak happening. And I said, yeah, I understand. And I am a doctor and I understand the risk. I understand what could happen. And I also understand the things I can do to protect myself. And I also understand that I could stay here at home and become infected. So when I weighed, you know, all the possibilities with the fact that my niece means the world to me, and I know my being there meant the world to her. Yeah, I went. I had a wonderful time. I came back. I quarantined. And I was perfectly fine. So you can be able to out-logic the critic by saying, okay, and there's this that I can do to control it. There's this that I can do, and there's this that I can do. 
And bottom line, nothing guarantees that if I stay here that I will be safe. But I can promise that I will take every measure that I can to be safe when I go. And it can calm the critic down. It can calm down the fear and shift the mind into, oh, okay, well then let's focus on what we need to do in order to do this. And that can apply to getting a new job. It can apply to a new relationship. It can apply to traveling. Whatever it is that the mind can set its, its sights on and when it becomes a challenge to figure out how to do something, the mind loves a challenge. The mind loves to solve things. So by creating a situation, well, I, I would like to go and visit Ireland. Okay, all right. Then the mind can take over and go, all right, logistically, this is what we need. We need to get this, 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 and this. Uh, we would need this much money. We're going to research on, you know, places to stay and tours to go on and things like that. So we can actually get the mind on our side. We can inspire it. We can acknowledge that what needs to be a concern and we can focus on that only as much as we need to and then move to, all right, how are we going to make this happen? How can we make this happen? What can we do to set this into motion? And believe me, the mind loves that sort of thing. If we can get the story out of the way, if the mind is just working on a problem, it can do anything. And if we remove the story that has the doubts, the fear, and all of that stuff over what could happen, well, maybe you could just have an amazing time and have a lot of fun. So you can switch your thoughts to that. Instead of what could go wrong, think about what could go very, very, very right. So, enjoy interacting with your mind. It's not really trying to ruin your fun, it just wants to keep you safe. But if you can give it a problem to solve, if you can give it something to look forward to, it will ride right along with it, and anything is possible at that point. So, thank you for joining me, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can leave them in the comments section. If you like this video, then please share it, press like, and if you haven't subscribed, and for all of those who have, thank you so much, and if you haven't, would you please consider subscribing, because that would be very cool. It would help me build the channel, and... It's just something I'm very, very passionate about. And I hope that you find value in the stuff that I'm sharing. If you're listening in on Blog Talk Radio, please consider following the link in the description to my YouTube page. And you can see me. So, again, thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart and mind to yours. Love you and see you next time. Bye.